and welcome to the Alliant Health Solutions podcast, Making Healthcare Better. My name is Rukia Campbell, and I'm your host today. And joining me is Ken Spohr and Precious McCowan. They are both patient advisory committee members in Texas, um, who will be sharing with us more, ex- more information about their experience with the PAC, or the Patient Advisory Committee, um, mentorship program. Um, so if you're not familiar with what a patient advisory committee is, it is actually a group of um, a, commu- a group and community of patients and caregivers who actually represent the patient population um, re- regarding mod- ESRD modality. And it's a diverse group of people that come together to talk about and address some of the um, issues and concerns about care, different um, care methods, and things concerning ESRD um, patients. So Ken and Precious, um, if we can start with Ken, please introduce yourself, share your role with the PAC and how you became involved. Yes, ma'am. My name is Kenneth Spohr. I go by Ken. Um, I've been on the PAC group now, I think two years. Um, how I got involved, Heather, our, our HR lady at the clinic, talked to me about it because I like getting involved with this. I've learned so much about um, dialysis. I've been a patient now for a little over five years. It's a great group to learn from and a great group to help others is, is what PAC is all about. The mentoring part, I've been on both sides of that. When I first got started five years ago, I scared to death. Mm-hmm. I, I knew nothing about kidney disease or about a transplant or anything like that when this first hit me. Mm-hmm. It scared me that I thought, oh man, I got a year and I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Well, I've learned mm-hmm. since then, you can do a whole lot to help yourself as well as mm-hmm. others with what needs to be done. So Precious, what about you? So please share with us your role in the PAC and you know when you became involved in, in your current, current status. Yes, I became involved with the PAC in 2015. Mm-hmm. Actually, um, I learned about the PAC at a um, patient seminar that they were having. And PAC members got up and they spoke about their experiences and their journey. And, and how they're helping individuals like myself. And I actually approached the PAC member and was like, how can I get involved? And she told me, hey, talk to your dialysis facility social worker. Mm-hmm. So like Ken, he spoke about his facility, um, approached him or, or, or told him information about the PAC. I actually went to my facility and asked them, hey, what about this PEC? Do you guys know about PEC? I am so interested in joining. So that's how I was connected um, with the PEC. Mm -hmm. Um, I became a PEC member to basically make a difference, you know, to be the voice for individuals that are challenged with um, kidney disease and may not have the confidence to advocate for their um, kidney needs. I know um, what it's like to be afraid you know, when you are told that you have kidney disease and have to start dialysis, you know, it's like hearing a foreign language and not quite knowing what questions to ask to better understand your new diagnosis. So 
it's it's like your um it's like you need a translator, you know, mm-hmm. to help understand your recommendations for better care and to navigate successfully through your kidney journey. And that's why PAC members like me and, and Mr. Spore, um, you know, we like to get involved to help make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as for our group in meetings, we break out into different topics mm-hmm. and we get ideas just like um, just this week, we had a gentleman come to our clinic and talk to us about transplant. I got everything I can from him and I'm reading on it. It's, Mm -hmm. it's so important that we learn how to help ourselves. And then whenever we get a new person at the clinic, they let me visit with them. And Mm -hmm. so that they've got, a face and a name mm-hmm. that's going through the same thing they are not just there to treat them absolutely absolutely so it's about making connections and being support to one another that's oh good. yes ma'am yes that's ma'am good. my biggest my biggest thing as far as for to help those people is do not be afraid to ask questions mm-hmm Ask your doctor, ask your nurse, ask your tech, you know, ask me. I ask the PAC group questions that I don't know an answer to Mm -hmm. just so we can help each other. Good. So, so you just mentioned, you know, one of the best kind of benefits or things that you enjoy is that, you know, you're all leaders, they're supportive of one another. So, so Ken, what do you most enjoy about being involved with the PAC? Or what do you see are some of the benefits? Um, I would say the best part about being a PAC member is mm-hmm. you get to help others with the things that you learn. Mm-hmm. You get to be involved with these groups and forming programs, pamphlets, um, ideas that all of us can use and all of us need. The thing that I think is best about PAC is what we get to learn. Precious is also involved not only with the state of Texas, but the United States. Mm. You know, she's got, she, she's been to Washington to help us. Mm-hmm. There's so many things that, that this group can do mm-hmm. to help people that are in our situation. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a bunch of of people just wasting time talking. We're trying to get stuff done. You're actually doing work. That's good. So Precious, tell me more about the mentorship program. Is that something that um, is newly established or is that something that has been going on for a while? And how did you get involved in that? Well, the, um, and and by the way, thank you, Mr. Sport. I I really appreciate your your comments. And, you know, I feel the same way about you. You are a wonderful um, advocate. And I also see you as a friend. I know I can call you and you can call me. (laughs) But moving right along. (laughs) Um, I joined, um, like I said, my journey began with the PAC in um, 2015. And to my understanding, the, um, the National Patient and Family Learning Engagement um, mm-hmm. Action Network, 
long name, um, they began developing resources in 2015 to help uh, patients become either mentors or request to be a mentee. So it's been going on for a while now. And um, it's become, um, you know, peer mentoring has uh, become very popular within the kidney community. Um, I got involved. Um, I started out as a, it was kind of like an informal mentorship. Mm-hmm. So you have like the informal mentorship and you have like the formal mentorship. Mm-hmm. So with the informal mentorship, my first experience um, with this was actually at my dialysis facility. Mm-hmm. Um, I became a patient mentor there and it was during our lobby days, our educational lobby days, where we were, you know, the facility patient representatives, which I was a facility patient representative. We mm-hmm. would work with the social worker and we would talk about different kidney care education. Mm-hmm. And so um, it started with me speaking about my experiences with kidney disease at these meetings, you know. Some patients at my facility, they wanted to know more and um, more about me, and they wanted to know how did I overcome uh, health challenges. Mm-hmm. And so we began to talk about our different experiences and learning from each other with a group setting. Nice. Um, some of us, we even exchanged phone numbers. However, we there was no type of, of training that we received. You know, we were just casually speaking, and helping each other out. Now, I'm also a part of a a mentoring group that is more formal. Um, This is where the the mentor um, receives various levels of training, and their skills are tested both in writing and um, with different scenarios that may arise between a mentor and a mentee. And a database system connects the mentees to the mentors based on questions that they have answered during the application process. Then um, an app is used to connect the individuals through a a 1-800 number that um, connects the mentor to the mentee when they're scheduled for calls. And also... um, this this these calls are being monitored well not they can't hear what you're saying but they're able to monitor your frequency and the time um the the different times that you may have called so that's a more formal platform okay okay so ken what about you have you participated as a mentor and a mentee or what what's your perspective on the program well when i first got started i was the person getting the information Yes. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, I've, I've forced myself to ask these questions and learn. Just like recently, uh, I, I, I had at a doctor's office met a young lady that had a friend that just found out about it. So I'm kind of emailing with him. He doesn't go to the same group that I go to, but we we email each other back and forth and I'm sending him information as we learn it. You know, everybody at my clinics know 
if they need something, they can come talk with me. A lot of them are afraid to say stuff about the clinic or people there at the clinic. They can come talk to me. And then once a month, I get to go and sit with the clinic staff and we have a meeting and I get to talk to them about what's going on. Yeah. Precious, what about you? Did you find that you have to approach a lot of people or do do folks usually just come to you and say, hey, I need I need to be matched with someone? Um, I found that when I was in uh, the dialysis facility, I'm no longer there because I received my second kidney transplant in 2019. Okay. Um, I would basically have to somewhat approach an individual. And mm-hmm. it always starts with just a casual conversation. Um, then we may start talking about some challenges and then I may share how I overcame that issue or, Hey, I talked to my, I asked my nephrologist this question. Why don't you ask, asking, uh, try asking the same question to see if you can get better outcomes. Mm -hmm. And from there, I'm like, Hey, I'm able to help. If you need help, just let me know. And some individuals um, feel comfortable enough saying, hey, can I get your phone number or can I give you mine? Can we exchange numbers so we can call and talk more about it? And uh, for the most part, I'm always open to that. I yeah. actually enjoy just, just I don't know, I, I thrive off of being a support system for individuals. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but I found myself having to approach them and just with a a basic conversation it just opens up the door for us to get together I'm able to support in any way that I can and also with that support I'm learning from them as well Mm. so it's a it's a win-win situation when you speak about peer-to-peer mentorship I believe everyone is winning the mentor and the mentee because you will be surprised how much you can learn from someone else's experience. You know, it may not even be similar to yours, but you can learn so much that may help you down the, down the road. Because when you have kidney failure, you don't know what bump may occur. Or you may be like, hey, I remember talking to so-and-so. She experienced this. Yeah. Uh, let me talk to my doctor to see if he could help me with some of the information I've learned from her. But yeah, it's a win-win situation. Yeah, peer support and encouragement and sharing of stories and experiences is is definitely, I could definitely see a benefit in that. Absolutely. So do either of you know if other cities and states have these type of peer programs? And if they don't, do you know, or can you share any information on how someone can actually get one started? There are various networks that have started a uh a peer-to-peer mentoring program. Um, A lot of them have provided dialysis facilities with the tools to start their own mentoring program. I know Network 14 has done so as well. Um, They set up a system. We came up with a a catchy name. One of our PAC members is PI, and it stands for Patient Information Exchange. And so... um, Uh, The network provided facilities with a guideline on how to get it started, how to open up the conversation. Um, 
I know uh, a lot of facilities um, were having an issue with knowing, well, how do we connect these patients? How do we um, pair them up with the right mentor? And, mm-hmm. and, and I know that that's still in the work, but one of my suggestions would be um, just approach a patient that you feel may be challenged mm-hmm. and also approach a patient that is doing well with their health and balancing their needs. And just ask that, that patient that is doing well, if they wouldn't mind talking to the patient that is challenged. And I believe the word would get around the facility and then everyone else may be like, hey, I want to I talk to someone. Mm-hmm. And I just think you can just go from there. I think it's so much that can be shared when we all begin to communicate with each other. And like you said, sharing our stories and experiences. Now, as far as uh, telephone calls, um, maybe the facilities could could uh, set up a uh, maybe a Zoom line like we're doing here or a WebEx where patients could, uh, uh, you know, have a particular time where they will meet with their mentee. Mm-hmm. And, and schedule that call. That way they can talk to each other one-on-one. Because I do understand that when you're, some patients may not feel comfortable sharing their personal information, like their telephone number or anything like that. So it may be good to kind of set up a phone system where they can connect with each other doing um, for scheduled calls. Mm-hmm. But there are a, a lot of innovative ways that I believe that facilities can come together uh, with their patients to develop a peer mentoring program. Very good. Very nice. Well, do either of you, as we wrap up, do either of you have anything else you'd like to share or feel like it's important to emphasize to our audience today? The only thing I would say in wrapping up is this, get involved. It's your body. It's your life. You affect so many people from your friends to your family to the people that you diocese with to the people that do the work on you. Mm-hmm. Be involved in everything. Learn it all. Even if you don't use it to talk to others, you need to know it. Mm-hmm. It's a great tool for you to have to open a discussion with someone else, but just get involved. Very nice. What about you, Precious? Any last words? I think Mr. Spore stated well. <laughs> um, get involved, stay connected, um, interact with others. And one thing that he said earlier that we all should consider as patients is ask questions. Don't be afraid to speak with your healthcare team about your concerns. There's never a, uh, a dumb or stupid question. Ask questions. It's your body. It's your life. It's your experience. So that's, that's what, what I would have to say. And I would also like to leave the audience with this. When you're thinking about your health, always remember the phrase, nothing about me without me. And that's basically meaning to get involved, be engaged with your health care. Speak to your healthcare team. Work together innovatively and to come up with the best solutions for better health outcomes for yourself. Awesome. 
Awesome. Well, thank you both for joining me today to talk about PAC Peer Mentorship. And I thank you all for listening to this latest edition of Align Health Solutions podcast, Making Healthcare Better.